0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into to the West Side Sports Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dakota Ezery. If this is your guys' first time listening to the podcast, welcome. This podcast is free and available on all major recording platforms, with podcasts coming out four to five days a week. If you guys enjoy the content, if you are new, please subscribe and leave a rating. All of that helps me out a ton. Also, if you guys want to reach, reach out to me and ask me topics and questions to cover for upcoming shows, uh, please reach out to me on my Twitter handle, at West Side Sports. 7 is the exact pod uh, or the exact uh, link for my uh, Twitter p- page on that. Today's podcast is going to be the standard around the world. A couple of deep sections I'm going to do today on a couple of topics that I've been chewing on the last couple of days. I apologize for not having a podcast that yesterday, how to reach out or get out of the valley, do a couple of things and errands and whatnot yesterday, as they used to say, and old chores, you know. But uh, once again, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for taking the time out of their day to listen. And with that being said, for listening, let's get right into it, shall we? Today's podcast is going to start out with the injury updates for a couple major quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Justin Herbert practiced yesterday, a good sign for Sunday, as he continues to deal with uh, rib cartilage and a broken rib issue in general. Also, Lamar Jackson did not throw a yesterday at all for the for the Baltimore Ravens. However, coach John Harbaugh has stated that he will play Sunday. Celtics head coach Ime Yudoka is facing a, a year-long suspension for a consensual relationship with a female staff member as he is uh, the head coach for the Boston Celtics. I have a lot of questions about this, and I just want to I'm gonna take a couple of minutes to address a couple of questions here that I have about this. So I understand that every organization runs their franchise and their building and their team with a different set of rules and guidelines, expectations, yada, 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 right? completely understand that. Um, However, I don't understand as just the concept nature of a consensual relationship between a man and a woman, regardless if it's man or woman, man and man, uh, woman with woman, doesn't matter, right? Uh, especially in the world we live in now, where uh, equal, uh, not always say equal opportunities, but equal rights, for better lack of a term, are given to all bases of sexual orientation, right? And such as that the Celtics would remove their head coach who just took this team to the Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals in general this this last year, right? So you did all this work, did all these good things, and you find somebody that you find some kind of a relationship or some kind of a spark with, and it happens to grow from there, which last time I checked is a part of the pursuit of happiness, not saying that being in... This is a weird topic for a sports podcast, but I kind of want to talk about this, that... The pursuit of happiness for some people is finding that partner that can uh, be their rock for them. And, you know, times of, you know, hard and not, like it says in all the wedding vows and stuff like that. But I just don't honestly understand why the Celtics did what they did. And I understand probably for those I'm saying I understand a lot. I get that. But this is a weird topic. It's like a thin line to walk here is, you know how why are you to criticize or speculate upon an organization's rules well i don't i'm not trying i'm not like throwing shade at the organization i just have questions about why he was suspended for an entire year you know look at look at what this is going to do for the growth of jalen brown and uh jason tatum and robert williams and all that they have a lot of really really good players right And now you're going to block the growth and, uh, you know, allowing him to do his job because he was having a consensual relationship. It's not like he was a Robert Sarver, uh, you know, or Sarver in general, about making these off-ball comments to inappropriate comments to men, women, uh, racist remarks, all that stuff, right? Which I'm going to get into here in a minute right after this. Um, But I just don't, I don't understand. I think this is a very poor decision, Upon the, or, the or organization. I, and my personal thing. My, my personal opinion. You would think that the growth and upside. For your young players. And Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Would mean more to you. Or mean more to you in general. And getting back to the finals for revenue. And all that good stuff that's also included with with, with that conversation. Than suspending a man. For having a consensual relationship with, with, with a woman. That didn't affect as far as we know. Any... Uh, right, anything from blocking them from getting to the end result, which was winning or trying to win the NBA finals, right? So that's my own personal opinion. I just want to put that out there. I, I feel terrible for Celtics fans because if I was a Celtics fan, which I mean, I enjoy watching them play because of the style of basketball that they play in general. I would be pissed off that you're going to really, you're going to seriously suspend The head coach, who did a fantastic job last year, all because he had a relationship with a woman who worked for the organization. Just, wow. I'm I'm truly lost for words when it comes to this topic. Okay, so Celtics is covered for today. Robert Sarver, uh, or Sarver, excuse me. Yeah, this guy is a real piece of work. He has been officially pressured and recommended by Adam Silver, uh, the commissioner of the NBA, obviously, to sell the Suns in the Phoenix Mercury. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where this, like, where, it, where, who should buy it? If the team should stay around now in that part of the country, the conversation goes on. Do you buy and re and re- re- relocate? If I can talk today, excuse me. Um, this is just a very weird. Time for the NBA right now between uh, Eme's issues and Robert Sarver being all this stuff coming out. And the fact that there is actual information being released in federal district court about this is not good for Robert Sarver. It's going to get worse before it gets better. So I imagine probably by like the trade deadline, if anything were to happen at the earliest, is when we'll see this. But selling these kinds of teams takes a lot of work, a lot of people, a lot of paperwork. So it'll happen. It'll just take time. Ben Simmons said on the Old Man and Three podcast that he was unable to tune out the intense focus on his shooting. Hey, Ben Simmons, here's this, uh, here's a probably a semi unpopular, but fairly common take. Can you just shut up and dribble? Honestly, can you stop going on podcasts? Can you stop going on this and, you know, and making up excuses as to why you couldn't shoot a bloody free throw, Right. You, you made every excuse. Oh, my back, my calf, my hamstring, my back, my mental psyche isn't right. How about you just say you just ain't right, Ben Simmons? Huh? How about for all the Brooklyn fans that were so ex- excited for the possibility, just the possibility of getting you on, on the court to replace James Harden, right? And this is what you, you give them? Nothing but a bunch of headache and chaos. Absolutely disappointing for a player that I believe has such an immense amount of talent, but he will never be able to truly capture all of his talent because of all of the issues that exist up in his head. LSU gets one-year probation and a self-imposed cute $5,000 fine for recruiting violations committed by former offensive line coach James Craig. Um, Five grand to LSU is literally a penny. It's embarrassing. I don't know why they'd even bring out or let the self-imposed violations all this stuff, just, how about you just give it to the NCAA, if you want to make it look like you're actually going to do something, $5,000 in college football is literally nothing these days, and that's pretty much well known across the league, um, Chip Kelly, or uh, excuse me, I, can't, I'm, I apologize uh, for not remembering who's running the, who's the head coach for LSU, uh, I know that he was a head coach, I believe at, I think it's Brian Kelly, if I remember, remember correctly, I apologize if I remember that, i get that right. I did not have that on the on the sheet today, which I normally do. But uh, it's kind of weird, you know. Why would you boast and put it on Bleacher Report that we had a self-imposed five thousand dollar fine? It doesn't matter. Five grand doesn't matter in college football. Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal will be partners at the at the Lavar Cup this upcoming uh, few weeks. Interesting that Roger Federer and Raphael are going to be partners in that event. Uh, They've never played doubles. Obviously, this is all new for both of them. So, be curious to see. And as far as the last uh, podcast where I posted about the best tennis player of my era, uh, no, I did not watch Andre Agassi. That is before my time. Uh, some people reach out to me on that and say, "Hey, man, you know, Andre Agassi was well before you know Federer and everybody else." You're completely right, but I didn't have a chance to watch Andre Agassi because that was before my time of getting into the sports world and the sports universe. Uh, Dayton Moore, who was the Royals' president since 2015 when they won the World Series, has been fired and removed from his position. There has been no active filling for the vacancy quite yet, and Joe Hayden will be retiring from the NFL in the next upcoming weeks. Uh, The anticipation is that he will probably retire as a member of Pittsburgh Steelers, even though he came up through the Cleveland Browns organization. Uh, As we speak, the Mariners are up 3-0. George Kirby uh, in his second inning, 24 pitches. It's been a good start for the Mariners offense, just a little tidbit. And speaking of the Mariners, well, last night was their lackluster performance offensively. Only creating one run off a of pitch at home run. God bless you, Luis Torrens. As I like to call him, Red Nine. I have nicknames for all the players. Kerbatron, Red Nine, Luis Torrens. Uh, you know, I, some people have asked me if I should create like a little spreadsheet on all my nicknames, because some people find it hilarious my nicknames for these guys. So if that's it, something interesting, reach out to me on Twitter. Let me know what you guys think. The defense miscue by Jesse Winker. That's got to be something I addressed here pretty early out of the gate uh, that allowed for the run to score that ended up being the difference in yesterday's ball game. Winker admitted on social media after the game yesterday. He dropped the ball last night to Ryan Davish. Just, yeah, you know, I don't... I have talked a lot of poor things about Jesse Winker, and I'm not a slander. I don't rip people down to the shreds. I look at what you've done on the field stat-wise and say... Is this going to cut it or not? And if it's not, then why isn't it cutting it, right? When we acquired Jesse Winker in the offseason, his fielding issues were already known. However, his 900-plus OPS pretty much balanced or just blacked out his poor fielding metrics in general. Unfortunately, this season, though, has been nothing but a struggle at the plate for Jesse Winker, which is making his defensive issues amplified. Uh, we did not season the lineup at DH today. He has drawn a walk, back-to-back walks, from Winker and Kelnick in the first inning, which resulted in a run. Uh, which was good to see, but we need to see J.C. Winker hitting the ball for hits and power and not just taking walks. Even though walks are great, uh, walks aren't everything in baseball, as I'm sure everybody else knows. Robbie Ray was a tick above average yesterday or okay in, in the slightest. His control wasn't great. He had a handful of, of countless sliders and fastballs in the middle of the plate. Fortunately for him, Oakland wasn't able to put anything in them into play or make anything happen from the, the mistakes and miscues from Robbie Ray. Uh his overall stat line yesterday was solid six innings pitched, total three hits no runs obviously three walks seven strikeouts the walks were a little bit high for three for uh for robbie ray but overall just kind of do what you expect um at the surface uh, uh, when you look at the surface of the of the dominant outing he did what he was you know meant to do against the poor hitting team in oakland took advantage of their weaknesses and got through six innings and trying to give his team the best opportunity to win unfortunately uh Eric Swanson gave up two runs yesterday, which has uh, kind of been the unfortunate, consistent thing with Eric Swanson lately. He's been struggling a little bit with his command. The home run last night on a pitch hit, uh, or excuse me, on a pitch up and away from Luis Torrens was a positive takeaway from last night. Last season, when Luis Torrens was hitting the ball well, he was taking the ball to the opposite field. When Kirk Caselli was brought in to help give uh, Cal... So some days off. the The anticipation was that he would replace Luis Torrens on the active roster, but for some reason, uh, the combination of Luis Castillo and Kurt Casale is not working. Kurt has caught him in the past between San Francisco and uh, and Cincinnati, but unfortunately, when Luis and Kurt are on the are, uh when Kurt is catching Luis, excuse me, his ERA is above five. When Cal catches him behind the plate, it's a subpar two. So, obviously, it's a huge difference between the two in general. We'll be curious to see whether or not they're able to figure this out as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. But if you see this consistent play or consistency out of Luis Torrens offensively, you can possibly see a move made with Kirk Casale. But um, you got to be able to catch well behind the plate for Luis Torrens to really make this a uh, reasonable conversation and topic in general. Higher upside the plate way with way, way, Terence over over uh, Kirk Casale, but um it's kind of a kind of wait and see. It'd be a poor look for for, for Jerry in general of two out of his three offensive additions at the trade deadline. DFA uh, first, Travis, Travis Janikowski, then Jake Lamb, and then Kirk Casale would be the final one. Obviously, would be a poor look for Jerry at the trade deadline for his acquisitions after he did not go out and get Trey Mancini, he did not get Brandon Drury. Uh, and really stand pat and relied upon Mitch Hanniger and Kyle Lewis being his offensive additions at the trade deadline. Jared Kelnick and Luis Torrens have been recalled from from Triple A. Taylor Chumel is optioned to Triple A. Jake Lamb was DFA'd. Kirk Casale is on paternity leave. Pitching matchup today as we speak is George Kirby versus Adrian Martinez. Um, kind of curious to see what ends up coming out of this today, out of this today. Uh, Kirby is uh, one and two thirds innings pitched through today, 30, 32 pitches. Uh, not, not too shabby, but he has a lot of few hits today. looks like his command is not as sharp to start out with, which isn't a terrible thing. As long as you can make sure that you capitalize on your opportunities. Seahawks, I got injury reports today. I got a couple notes from the press conference and then we're walking it off today. Uh, first injury report for the week, Gabe Jackson, uh, knee slash veteran rest day. Damian Lewis is resting a thigh. Justin Coleman with a calf. Quandre Diggs with a knee. Shelby Harris has a glute and also a personal matter today. All these guys did not practice yesterday whatsoever. Uh, Cody Barton has a shoulder and a hip issues. Sounds like he's just a little bit banged up and sore. And Joey Blunt continues to deal with his hamstring issues um, kind of hopefully to see Joey Blunt get that right because we do need his help in secondary, especially with Jamal, Jamal Adams for the rest of the season. He did have successful surgery this week on getting uh, that stuff. Okay, uh, information just coming up right now. Mariners injury update. Center fielder Julio Rodriguez left today's game in the bottom of the first inning with lower back tightness. This is a problem. He has been uh, dealing with this. I know I'm bouncing between Seahawks and Mariners real quick. I apologize. I'm just watching this game live as I'm doing this podcast. That's not good. I'm worried officially about Julio and his time and usage. But um, I guess we'll just kind of see what this becomes of. Um, this is not ideal at all for the Mariners. I don't know if this means you put Jared Kellnick in center field. But I'll uh, we'll try and get you guys a defensive alignment update here on my Twitter. At uh, PNWProfessor. Limited participation for Seattle Seahawks. Yesterday, Austin Blythe with the shoulder. Artie Burns continues to deal with the groin. Uchenna Owosu shoulder slash a knee. Al Woods with the knee, but thankfully, full part participant was DJ Dallas. And I can't confirm that Jared Koenig is now in center field. Today's press conference, Tariq woolen said he's learning to use less hands in his coverage overall, which is a positive thing. He has been flagged more pass interference in the first two games, and he had did all of his shortened career playing a uh, corner at University of Texas San Antonio. Walk off today. Mariners are obviously on underway right now on Mariners matinee in Oakland. Need to see an offensive breakout today. Thankfully, they're up 3-0 as we speak. Can you get to me? Get the morale up. Get the train. Mariners train back on the tracks. Um... I will I will be digging to try and see exactly what needs to happen with Julio. He did sit for three or four days. Uh, this was his second day playing. He had he did record hits and back to back games, which is good to see, but obviously having the issues of lower back tightness as that is the issue he has been dealing with lately is a massive concern. And quite frankly, I don't know what the Mariners are going to do or should do with this. Um, obviously, his back needs more time. Uh, they need his offense. But this is this is the moment. This is my perfect walk-off. Jared Kelenic, this is the moment that you have been waiting for since you were brought into the Mariners organization. This is your time. We need you to step up We need you to be confident. We need you to have good plate discipline. We need you to be Jared 2021 September Kellinick. Please, Jared, we believe in you, bud. It's time for you to step into your big boy shoes and pants and fill them out and start trudging along and make your own path in the MLB. With that being said, that's going to be today's show. If you guys enjoyed it, if you are new... Please subscribe, that would help me out a ton. If you guys want me to cover anything I'm not talking about today or haven't been covering as of lately for the upcoming podcast in the foreseeable future, please reach out to me on my Twitter page, at WestSideSports7. You can find me there. Also, uh, Facebook group, Sports of the Northwest, if you want to reach out to me on that. I have multiple platforms that you can reach out and ask me questions or leave me topics and suggestions for upcoming shows. Thank you to everybody for taking the time out of your day to listening to my podcast. As I always say, thank you so much. See us, rise, go Hawks, and uh, peace.